Welcome to the Word Podcast. The Lord God has given us His Word. Let us learn it. Let us live it. Let us rejoice in it. Spread the Word. Blessings, everybody. This is Dale. Thank you so much for joining with me today on the Word Podcast. We're continuing our examination of the book of Colossians, and we're in the second chapter. And so far, these first two chapters have just been absolutely loaded. Every word of tremendous import in relationship to uh, who we are, who we are in the Lord, what Paul had done, who he was, who the Lord Jesus Christ is, the attributes of God, Father, Son, and Spirit, just so many things, so much truth here that will protect us uh, from uh, straying away into heresy, that will protect us from being uh, suckered into things, okay? It's nothing new. Remember, uh, he'd already warned them about folks who would try to come in with their persuasive arguments and things like that. And so what we're going to do is I'm going to read a couple of verses right here where we are, chapter 2, verse 16, and then really sort of think about what's being said in these verses in light of everything that we've seen at this point in time, okay? So the 16th verse, the second chapter, says this, Therefore, Okay, well, you know what's going on. When you see that word, therefore, <laughs> the old adage is what? Uh, you look to see what it's there for. Yeah, it's, it's a point of conclusion, a term of conclusion. Something is being brought to a point right here. So, therefore, in light of everything he has just said, okay? Well, what has he just said? Well, everything in the first chapter, everything in the second chapter, which due to the limitations of the format, the time here, we can't go through all these things. But I want to keep reminding us of the, of the truths here. Now, watch this. Let me show you what the therefore is. And then it will help us understand what we've already seen. Now, listen to this. This is verse 16 and 17. It's one sentence. Therefore, no one is to act as your judge in regard to food or drink or in respect to a festival or a new moon or a Sabbath day, things which are a mere shadow of what is to come, but the substance belongs to Christ. So what are we seeing here? What is he saying here? Well, it's what we've already seen in the first chapter, in the first part of the second chapter, little hints, often more than a little hint, but some understanding about the struggle that was going on and how false teaching was coming in, particularly within a form that we call in our days Gnosticism, which is a very, very broad word, okay? There's really just uh, uh, so many variations of it, of, uh, of misunderstanding and false teaching. But the idea is this, that Christ isn't enough, that you have to have superior knowledge and a special knowledge about Christ, that you have to do special things. One of the common things at the very beginning of this, uh, we see addressed in uh, Galatians, here in Colossians, and Hebrews, and a lot of uh, the Scripture, is that uh, people were sort of struggling. Do I need to become a Jew first and then be a believer in the Messiah that is the Jewish Messiah? Okay, is that the way that this works? And actually, the early church took care of that. You see it in Acts 15. <coughs> in Acts 15, they had a meeting, and they determined, no, you don't need to do this. They actually sent a letter back to the church at Antioch and said, no, all we say is this. Uh, don't uh, eat raw food, don't eat raw meat, and don't fornicate, <laughs> and you'll be fine. It's an interesting little response, right? 
Well, here you can tell what's happening. Some people had come in, and they were judging the believers here in Colossus. What does he say here? Let no one act as your judge in regard. And they were judging him in relationship to food, a drink, a festival, or a new moon, or a Sabbath day. And these are all things that you would find in the, in the law, Mosaic law, the Levitical law. They had things that they did on certain things and certain stuff. And so also the church of Corinth went through this. Uh, Paul wrote a great deal in the church of Corinth about this kind of stuff. He actually said to them, hey, you know, some of you will feel freedom to uh, uh, keep certain days. Some days are more special than some. Others you view every day as the same. Okay? I'm an every day the same kind of guy, okay? And so that's what it's being warned about right here, what Paul's telling them about. Don't let anybody judge you about this, about the food, about the drink. And in the balance of the Scripture, you find out that we're free to eat whatever we want to eat. We're free to drink whatever we want to drink. Okay, Now, we're not free to be gluttons. We're not free to be drunkards. We're not free to eat something in a malicious way or to drink something in a malicious way. I'm not free to drink something that in and of myself I'm free to drink, but if I know I drink it in front of somebody and that it's going to cause them to stumble, cause them to fall, I'm not free to drink it in that way to prove my point and do harm to a brother. No, you don't do that. But what was happening here is they're being judged. People are saying, oh, well, they're eating this and drinking this, so they're not adhering to the law. And then he says, not in respect to a festival or a new moon or a Sabbath day. You know, a lot of the early believers kept the Jewish Sabbath. That was their pattern. That was their life. That's the way they lived. Okay, nothing wrong with that. Then a lot of them kept the Sabbath, and they kept the first day of the week. You know, Sunday, that came the time when they started gathering together uh, more because that's the day that the Lord was resurrected on when his body was found to be gone from the tomb. And so um, we call the Sunday the Sabbath, I think more because of Andy Griffith and Mayberry than anything. It is not the Sabbath. You'll hear people all the time say, well, we meet on the Sabbath. No, you don't. You meet on Sunday. The Sabbath is from sundown Friday to sundown Saturday. But what they were doing was they were judging one another. And he says, don't do this. Therefore, no one is to act as your judge. They're not to act that way. Don't let them act that way. Don't let their judgment impact you and distract you in any way. And then he describes what these things are. All these things that came out of the law, all of them, okay, were mere shadow of what is to come, Okay. In other words, they were foreshadowing. They were typological of things, something to come, things yet to occur. But then in verse 17, at the end of the sentence, he says, but the substance belongs to Christ. So not only are they a mere shadow of things to come, but he tells us that the things to come have already come. And that coming is when the Lord came. The substance belongs to Christ. The substance of these uh, dietary laws of food and drink, the substance of the uh, corporate gatherings and festivals and the new moon festivals and the Sabbath gatherings, the substance of all that is the Lord Jesus Christ. As a matter of fact, we've talked about this several times through various episodes through the years. Uh, we keep the Sabbath, okay, we keep the Sabbath in the Lord Jesus Christ. Nowhere in the New Covenant and New Testament do we find that those who are New Testament believers keep the Sabbath. You don't find it anywhere that we're that we're given that. Okay, it's actually the one of the uh, 
only the Ten Commandments, uh, that we see that we're not to adhere by. And you say, well, how can that be? Because what it says in Hebrews, that Jesus is our Sabbath rest. Now, I think we would do well to remember the days. I think we'd do well to remember the festivals in that time that Jesus gave them. I mean, the, uh, God gave them seven festivals. He gave these people seven festivals to celebrate. And, you know, that might be a good thing to remember and celebrate. It's actually far better than what we do, what we remember, what we do with Christmas, what we do even with Easter, what we do with other what we call holidays. And remember, that's just holy days, right? Uh, we probably do better to do that. But what's the whole point he's making right here? He says, in light of what we've said right here, how the Lord has disarmed the rulers and authorities, all these things that have happened when he has come, all the things that's happened to us and how our certificate of death, has, a debt has been canceled out. All of this puts us in a position where nobody should judge each other over the food or drink or festival or new moon or Sabbath day. No, no, that was all just a shadow. We don't live in the shadow now. We live in the brilliance of the light of the substance. And that substance is the Lord Jesus Christ. Uh, we'll continue talking about that because he doesn't stop right there. Again, I'm Dale, and I'll see you next time.